This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Well, today we have the latest crop report. Seeding is moving ahead rapidly with almost three quarters done. But more importantly, and looking out the window, it's raining. And we have an outlook from the weather office on the extent of long weekend precipitation. It's been raining in Regina for several hours today. And we talk with local farmer and APAS president Todd Lewis about the impact from the moisture. We also talk to Lewis about a major announcement from the Canadian Grain Commission. The federal agency is cutting fees by almost 20% in the new crop year beginning August 1st. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain. Helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Saskatchewan farmers made tremendous seeding progress during the past week. Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers says almost three-quarters of seeding has been completed across the Saskatchewan Grain Belt. Oh, we made great progress this week. Uh, we're sitting at 74% of the crop now seeded, well ahead of the five-year average of 48%. Yeah, guys are out there and they're, they're working hard. They're really busy. Tell me by region how, what kind of progress. Uh, well, the Southwest has uh, led the pack for a long time. They're sitting at 82% of the crop in now. 79% in the southeast, 77 for both the west-central and northwest regions, and then 63% for the east-central and northeast regions. What kind of progress by crop? Provincially, uh, 93% is field pea, 93% lentils, 83% durum, 83% chickpeas, 80% spring wheat, 78% canola, and 75% barley have been seeded to date. It's raining today. Has there been much rainfall this past week? This past week, there there wasn't much rainfall. There was one very localized thunderstorm in the Tisdale area that amounted to about 25 mils of rain. Um, but other than that, there was uh, scant moisture. You know, the Christopher Lake area received 13 mils and the Pelly area received 10, but very little else throughout the province. Of course, today it rained. Um, how much it rained and, and where at uh, hasn't been determined by myself yet, um, but it's uh, very welcome, that's for sure. Yeah, what impact will this rain have? It depends on the, the, the volume of rain that comes down, um, but every little bit helps. And the cool weather will just help keep that moisture, you know, uh, when it's 30 degrees, uh, it's very hard for the soil to hold on to that moisture. So these cool, next couple cool days with some rain will just relieve some of that heat stress and that uh, dry condition stress on the crops that are coming up. Will the rain renew seeding for those who delayed seeding waiting for moisture? Possibly, yeah. I mean, if they only get two mils, likely not. But um, anyone getting uh, a good amount of rain probably will will get out there. And even even some of the guys who are only getting a couple mils, they might see this as an opportunity to get, uh, you know, especially canola in that top uh, half inch to one inch depth. 
The rain will help with germination? It might if it if it gets down if it's enough rain to actually work itself down in the soil. But if it if it's a light rain and then heats up in the next couple of days, that soil uh, the the moisture probably won't penetrate deep enough to really benefit my germination. But it might. Here in Regina, it seems like there's been steady rain for three four hours at least or more, and it's been a fairly good steady rain. How's Moose Jaw look? We got some rain last night, but I think it only accounted for about two to three mils. Uh, it's not raining right now, and uh, it's it's windy and cloudy, so hopefully it starts raining again. I wish I was in Regina. Has there been much spraying? Spraying? Uh, no. I mean, if you look across the province, you know, weed growth has been really slow due to that cool weather we had in the beginning of the spring. So just weeds haven't come up, and then it's been very dry, right? So they're they're also not growing. So there hasn't been much of a push to get out there and spray. Plus, we've had some crazy windy windy days, so you just can't spray when it's super windy. So most guys have held off, and we'll probably see more in-crop spraying than we have uh, pre-burn. Germination has been patchy in some places. Which areas? Oh, well, it's hard to say if, if one area is worse than others. It all depends on uh, you know soil type and, and fields and whatnot. I would say as overall, as looking at the whole province, it's poor and patchy on an average, I'd say. it's There might be, but it's still early. I mean, there's a lot of crops that uh, haven't come up yet, so um, that might change in the next week or so. Matt Struthers compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca and Co-op Hail Insurance. They've been there for farmers for over 75 years and they'll be there for you. Snow is falling in the southwest. Man, there's rain today in the southeast. You might hear some clicks behind me. It's because you can hear, I can actually hear rain hitting the window. It's quite nice to see. Very unusual. Environment Canada meteorologist Terry Lang expects some heavy accumulations of snow in the southwest. She says the rain will continue over the next day or so. Well, there's a weather system that's uh, moving uh, through Montana. It's moving from the west to the east and it's uh, spreading moisture into the southern parts of the province. That southwest corner is seeing some snow, and it's accumulating rapidly. We do expect some heavier accumulations, especially over the high terrain in that uh, southwest corner, and there is a heavy snowfall warning out for that. As you move east, it transitions to rain. We're even seeing some thunder showers uh, into that southeast corner, so they're getting good amounts of rain, and that'll continue for the next day or so. In between, we're kind of worried about uh, the risk of freezing rain as well. So we'll see how that uh, moves uh, over the next uh, day or so. Lang says the moisture could move up to the northeast part of Saskatchewan tomorrow. There's a a band of uh, snow and possibly freezing rain that'll extend from the southwest corner towards the northeast, probably reaching as far north as the Hudson Bay area. So something to keep an eye on because we may see some of that precipitation fall as snow along that band and that would be sort of in between Saskatoon and Regina but in a southwest to northeast line and just that risk of freezing rain in there as well. Any significant amounts? Well we're keeping an eye on it. It's really hard to call snowfall amounts at this time of year just because the ground is so warm. I mean it was just 32, 33 degrees right so the ground is going to absorb a lot of the and melt a lot of the snow so it's the same with the freezing rain when the temperatures are really cold close to zero too we 
a lot of the things that are sitting around that accumulate freezing rain, um, sometimes their, their temperature is still above freezing. So even though the rain is freezing, it doesn't necessarily accumulate and start glazing on things. So uh, it's going to be really tough to call for the next day. On Monday, a weather system could dump moisture in central and northern Saskatchewan grain belt. It's tough to call just because we know that there's going to be some embedded thunder showers with it. Uh, and when thunder showers, sort of when they fizzle out, usually in the evening times, they kind of spread into a higher area of rain. But we're hoping for 20 to 25 mils uh, across the board, but we'll keep an eye on Saskatoon likely won't see any rain today, but things look much better for Monday over a much wider area of the province. That's Environment Canada meteorologist Terry Lang. This segment has also been brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Hey, Kara Oosteros here with realagriculture.com. I am back here today with another Pull School episode, and I have here with me Michael Vunch, who is a plant pathologist with North Dakota State University. We're here today to talk about some of your research that has been conducted in terms of managing a Phanomyces and Fusarium root rot through some management techniques. Do you want to talk about what some of that research has found? Sure. Um, well, in my program here, um, with my staff, what we work on is um, practical and applied disease management research, uh, not only in the cool season pulses, but in other field crops grown in the state of North Dakota. And we're always looking at management strategies that growers can implement tomorrow. Okay, things that they can do tomorrow to um, improve their disease management and the profitability of the production uh, where these diseases are are a problem. And so for the Fusarium and Ophanomyces root rot, what we wanted to look at is what can growers do now? Okay, um, uh, you know, developing varieties with reduced susceptibility, i.e. more resistant varieties, is fantastic, but it's not a solution for now. It's a solution for the future. And um, so what we looked at is quantifying the returns to um, to fungicide seed treatments and the soil temperatures at which those seed treatments give the greatest returns, uh, basically quantifying the returns of fungicide seed treatments relative to the soil temps at planting. And, um, and we looked at the impact of planting dates. We know Fusarium and Phanomyces are warm temperature pathogens and uh, and we had seen anecdotally that planting early seemed to reduce the root rot severity of these of these of these diseases and uh, we also looked at uh, the we've and are continuing to look at the use of crop rotation. You know, and that seems like a no-brainer. Um, we use crop rotation for many diseases, but uh, Fusarium and Ophanomyces are notoriously long-lived in soils. And so it's always been a big question uh, just how efficacious 
crop rotation might be for these root rots. And uh, surprisingly, there's just no data. <laughs> Nobody looked at it. And so, um, yeah, so I, at this point, we now have some pretty good answers on all three of those questions and and how those tools can be utilized to help manage this, this rather serious problems of peas. So when you're saying uh, planting early, how, how early is considered early in order to actually combat uh, some of these diseases? Well, um, you know, we did all of our research with uh, in these planting date studies where we planted at three different dates. The first date was always coincided with the beginning of wheat planting, not the middle or the landing of wheat, but the beginning of wheat. All right, and you know, every year that's different, right? Uh, for us, that means anywhere for, it meant anywhere from uh, mid-April to late April, and almost every single study. There was one study where it was just the soils were so wet and the soil was uh, so gummy; it was a clay-based soil that we couldn't get into early May. But um, um, but in general, this was mid-late April in our region. But uh, really more informative is because everyone's planting date is going to differ on their on their geography. Uh, really, we were targeting the beginning of wheat planting for that first planting date. And then um, the next planting was always 10 to 14 days later. And this always coincided with what I consider a normal planting date for peas, which was kind of the end of wheat planting. And, uh, and then we'd always have a planting date that was late. Okay, <laughs> this is when you get rained out, right? For us, this would coincide to be about mid-May in most cases. And and, um, and so uh, we tested these three planting dates in a replicated, randomized uh, pattern, and we did these in studies uh, at the research centers in Carrington and Wilson, as well as at on-farm sites uh, with a history of root rot problems in peas and lentils. And uh, at the research centers, we also ran a series of studies on ground with no history of root rot, but inoculated with a, with a fusarium uh, pathogen. And and so, um, yeah, um, but anyhow, early is the timing. Uh, to me, it's when you start planting wheat. That's early. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, showers, and there can be some local smoke drifting in from Manitoba and northern Saskatchewan. Winds come from the northeast at 30 kilometers per hour. The high today, 6 degrees. Tonight, periods of rain changing to periods of freezing rain overnight, risk of a thunderstorm. The low, 0. Friday, periods of freezing rain changing to periods of rain in the morning, wind northeast, 30. And the high tomorrow, plus 5. The low, 0. Saturday, cloudy. The high, 11. The low, 4. Sunday, cloudy and back to rain in the evening, a high of 13. The low, 9. Monday, more rain. The high, 13. And the low, 7. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 50, the low 5. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 16. Normal high for this date is 20, the normal low is 5 degrees. The sun rose at 5.04 this morning. It sets at 8.46 tonight. 
And around the province. The hot spot right now is Estevan at plus 5. That's in the southeast corner. The cold spot in the southwest corner. Cypress Hills at minus 5. And there have has been some snow in the southwest corner of Saskatchewan. Estevan once again is 5. Saskatoon plus 2. Swift Current 0. Weyburn is 4. Yorkton is 2. In Regina, light rain. And it's been raining since at least 7 this morning. There was some rain overnight as well. Right now, it's trying to turn into sleet. It's a little bit of snowish type rain falling right now. Plus 2, 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northeast at 23. Humidity is 91%. The barometer rising, 102.2. There's light rain in Moose Jaw. Plus 3, winds are from the north, northeast at 24. Once again, Regina, light rain and sleet. It's plus 2, 36 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems expect the best. APAS President Todd Lewis is describing today's moisture in the Regina area as a billion-dollar rain. It's been raining for several hours in the Queen City. Lewis says the moisture will benefit many parched fields and pastures. Well, Jim, it was an interesting morning. Something that hasn't happened for a long time was uh, I heard rain on the roof, so that's what woke me up, so that was pretty a pretty nice feeling. So, uh, yeah, no idea where we're at right now, but... Uh, we had a line of uh, thunder showers came through uh, this area as well, just south of Regina on Tuesday night it was, and, and uh, right in the, my home yard here we got half an inch that night, and uh, it certainly soaked away in a big hurry. But, uh, you know, I think with uh, the forecast and what's happened today, and, and let's hope the forecast rings, rings true, and, it, uh, you know, with the Montana low coming up, you know, it's kind of a textbook situation here, hopefully. We're made long weekend where we're going to have some, cool and chilly weather but uh there's some precipitation with it and and uh you know it rings true to the forecast i think farmers are going to be smiling pretty good by the start of next week if the the rain comes to fruition like they said it's supposed to how important is this rain oh i think it's critically important we uh you know it'll be a good good to get uh the crop started you know replenish some of that subsoil moisture uh, if we do end up with uh, some of the totals they're talking about, well over an inch in, in in a lot of cases, if that if that does come true, that'll you know get us a good start to the crop. And uh, you know, fortunately, we've we've uh, had a pretty good seeding season with the dry conditions and so on. Uh, producers have made great time, and there's a lot of crop in the ground, and and uh, this will sure get those crops off to a good start. Would you call it a million dollar rain? Oh, I think the million dollars, I think uh, you replace the M with a B, I think it's more in the billion dollar rain now. I think any kind of rainfall we get when we look at the farm cash receipts and so on, we're talking billions of dollars now. So if uh, it's a good border to border rain like they're forecasting, uh, I think we can call it a billion dollar rain. Will we need more? Oh, certainly throughout the growing season here, you know, with our depleted subsoil moisture, we're going to need timely rains throughout the growing season, but as I said, we've gone through a real dry period here, 14 months, 
the last 14 month period here. So hopefully uh, this is the beginning of a change in the weather pattern and we see more consistent and constant rains, uh, you know, every, every week or two, uh, you know, through the growing season here to uh, get this crop up and going. And, uh, you know, with uh, these rains, we're going to have some really good germination, hopefully. And, uh, and with that, it's going to need uh, water to uh, continue growing. So yeah, we're going to need more rain throughout the season, but this is, this should be a good start. How is your seeding going? Uh, this area really uh, seeding zone is pretty well complete. We we finished up uh, last Saturday. Uh, lots of uh, producers uh, wandered up this week, or you know, are close. You know, ninety percent done, if if not more. So so uh, no, it's been. I mean, that part of it's gone really well, and uh, really you know finished up before the twentieth of May. It doesn't. It's pretty uncommon, uh, especially in our area here. There's some years we started after the twentieth of May. So. But it's been a cool, cool spring, cool, dry spring. And uh, so hopefully this weather uh, kicks off now that uh, we get some warm temperatures, we get the soil warmed up and uh, everything growing. Coming up, Lewis reacts to the Grain Commission's announcement of lower inspection fees on August 1st. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. APAS welcomes reduced grain inspection and weighing fees from the Canadian Grain Commission. The federal agency says official inspection and weighing fees dropped 43 cents to $1.05 per ton for ships and declines $37.88 for a railway car, truck or container. The grain industry will save 19% or $13.8 million in the coming crop year. APAS President Todd Lewis says the fee reductions are good news. It's welcome uh, transparency to the system uh, with the Grain Commission's announcement. Uh, it's good news, a reduction in fees. And, uh, you know, they recognize that uh, we've seen record grain volume shipped. And uh, with that record volume, there's been uh, an increase with the revenue into the Grain Commission. And... Uh, you know, past uh, management has allowed that uh, those fees to uh, add up, and we ended up with a significant surplus. So it's good to see this is a long-term plan that reduces fees, and uh, you know, it, it, it's also up the uh, amount of volume that uh, we're going to see that they they base their fees on every year. So I think they've gone up, I think, to, to 48 million metric tons of handling annually. So uh, I mean, that just recognizes the good job that farmers are doing, and. Uh, the, how successful our export programs have been and, and uh, the amount of shipping that we're doing. How significant are these fee reductions? Well, they're uh, close to 20% overall, and uh, it'll it'll rise in, in future years as well. So it's very good news. And, and uh, you know, they were, they, before they were on, a, I believe, a five-year rotation where they would relook at the fees every five years. But this uh, review has been done uh, earlier now. It's uh, believed to talk now about a three-year rotation. So... It's, as I say, more transparency is uh, good for farmers, and the Canadian Grain Commission does uh, great work on behalf of farmers, and uh, it's really important that uh, farmers see value for their money, and uh, as I said, the added, added transparency is most welcome. Will farmers see much of a change with these fees? Save farmers, it looks like about $13.8 million in the coming crop year. Well, I think it's uh, it's money that you know stays in farmers' pockets, and, and any time that happens, that's good news, so... Uh, you know, the grain industry is very complicated and, uh, you know, the Grain Commission uh, is there on behalf of farmers. You know, it doesn't have to be an adversarial role, role between uh, the Grain Commission and farmers and farmers and the grain companies. And, you know, there's lots of different uh, groups that uh, 
farmers deal with during the year and, and uh, the Green Commission is there to uh, provide uh, support to, to ensure that uh, farmers are, are getting a, a, you know, a fair kick at the, at the can, I guess, is the way to put it in the, in the marketplace. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. Seeding is progressing well across the central Saskatchewan grain belt. Gaylord Dennis, the location manager with Rack Petroleum in Purdue, about 60 kilometers west of Saskatoon, says seeding is about 65% complete. Kind of a, right off the start, it was a mixed bag of a uh, little bit of early here seeded canola, a lot, and normally uh, your normal pulses, and then some cereals. I would have to say all the pulses predominantly are in now. And then some guys are putting in canola right now, and some guys are putting in cereals right now. Dennis discusses seeding depth. Some guys are going in a little deeper, like cereals. Some are going two, two inches deep, and, and they are getting it into the moisture, but it's not ideal moisture. Some guys are seeding their canola a little deeper, but uh, and some guys are just going their normal depth. So uh, some of the canola, obviously, is going to be stranded in some dry soil right at the moment. Dennis says a few crops have germinated. I've seen uh, some very early seeded barley around Purdue here that uh, was seeded probably a couple weeks ago that's starting to come out of the ground. I would have to think there's got to be some pulses that are starting to get close to emerging. In terms of canola, I haven't heard of any canola coming out of the ground yet. Gaylord Dennis is the location manager with Rack Petroleum at Purdue about 50 kilometers west of Saskatoon. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. And brought to you by Sask Pork. Saskatchewan's growing and vibrant hog industry creates economic spin-offs and career opportunities in our rural communities. Find out more, visit saskpork.com. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading. Canola fell $30 at $834.77. Number one red spring wheat went down $1.64 at $289.82. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $290.27. Feed barley, $294.68. Flax, $712.63. Lentils, $770.50. Oats, $209.53. Yellow peas, 383.70. Feed wheat, 238.84. The Minneapolis spring wheat July futures are down one cent at 6.96 and a half cent a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest Livestock Quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for the week of May the 19th. 650 head in the short, 375 cows and bulls, a total of 1,025 for the day. Cows and bulls selling steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 92 to 102, sales to 106, 107. D3 cows, 82 to 92. Cows are averaging 92 cents. Good bulls, 103 to 113, sales to 117, 118. The bulls are averaging 103. On to the pre-sort sale. These light grass cattle selling strong. Listen up. 425-pound steers, 256. 500-pound black steers, 246. 575-pound black steers, 239. 650-pound black steers, 217. My favorite pen, 710-pound steers, 198. 800-pound steers at 184. And 850-pound steers at 176. On to the heifer side. 500-pound heifers, 196. 
575 pound heifers, 191. 650 pound heifers, 180. 710 pound heifers, 170. 800 pounders at 168. And 850 pound heifers at 160. This Friday, May the 21st, sheep, lamb, goat sale. Sale starts at 11 o'clock, expecting 500 head. These sheep, lamb, goats, they're selling strong right now. It's like selling a bin of canola. Horse sale starts at 3 o'clock, receiving all day Thursday and Friday right up until sale time. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. Enjoy the Victoria Day long weekend, everyone. And I'm the Harvey latest Exner. pork prices. Have a good day. And the latest pork prices, $230.62 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report brought to you by the Prairie Co-op Grow Team. Fueling farms, feeding families. In Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg. And SMHI. Farmers get your hail insurance coverage with Municipal Hail at an RM office or direct online. Farmers insuring farmers. MunicipalHail.ca. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association welcomes a federal investment to build public trust in Canada's food system. Ottawa is providing $244,000 to the Canadian Centre for Food Integrity to develop tools to share information with consumers about food production. Stock Growers Manager Chad McPherson says the investment will help maintain consumer confidence in modern agriculture. With the ever-growing gap in between uh, agricultural production and consumers, the opportunity to educate, uh, or the importance of educating consumers is ever increasing. To educate consumers about how modern agriculture works and where the where consumers' food comes from. The federal investment will help create new content for a website which profiles real farm families and food production. Ottawa says consumer trust is essential for continued growth in the farming sector. Chad McPherson is the manager of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers. On the markets, the TSX is up 115 points at 19,532. The Dow has gained 226 points at 34,122. Oil is down $1.17 at 6218 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 47 hundredths of a cent at 82.88 cents U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.